Hoffman, and I am here with my colleague and good friend, Darlene Chadbourne, who is the other numerologist in the state of Maine. There's two of us, and we share it together um, and trying to get the word out how numerology is so uh, such a guidance for so many people. Darlene, good morning, Darlene. Good morning. Good morning, Sue. So nice Dar to be here. <laughs> Thank, yeah, well, I'm glad that you're here because I'm really excited to learn today. Uh, Darlene has written two books. I have one of them, uh, Freedom Through Numbers, um, mm -hmm. by Finding Your I Am, and the, one, the, the newest one. one. Yes, Freedom Through Numbers, easy as one, two, three. And you can get these, are they on Amazon? Yes, they are. Yes, it's a wonderful read. Wonderful read. It's um, very informative, but you can you can obtain it. You can grab, you know, some, some numerology books are over our head, you know, but this is wonderful, wonderful. I highly recommend it for anybody. Thank you, sir. Um, now, the other, Darlene also is a dowser and a labyrinth designer. And I had the privilege of walking her labyrinth when I was down there, I don't know, a month or so ago. And I didn't know, have much experience with labyrinths. And they kind, my friend and Darlene gave me a brief summary and I went through it. And I couldn't believe how my vibration raised so quickly just doing the, um, just walking around. I have a picture of it. Do you mind if I share it? No, not at all. You go right ahead. This is, um, yes, this is the entrance to it, right? No, right here. That's correct. Right in here is the entrance to it. It's, it's just absolutely beautiful. And this is the center that was doused, right? I mean, the whole thing is doused, which you're going to explain to us. But right. um, yes, it's just so beautiful. I'm so thrilled. I, I just, I just did had no idea. And isn't that crazy? I, you know, my UK classes, we've talked about labyrinths because of the sacred geometry, but I never experienced one. And that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So why we're getting together uh, to the, today is because uh, July 7th, 2023 in numerology is 777, because July is the seventh month, the seventh day, and two plus zero plus two plus three is seven. So seven, uh, seven, 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 and labyrinths, how does that work? Well, the reason that the labyrinth fits in so well, one is because of the sacred geometry, but I use the seven circuit labyrinth, which is a model that <clears throat> excuse me, represents our seven chakras. And oh. so look look at all the sevens we're lining up here. Okay, when right. we align things, and that's what's happening this month, is we have the month that's a seven, that's aligned with the day that's a seven, that's aligned with the year that's a seven. And I'm going to be um, hosting walks and have the labyrinth 
and invite anyone who wants to come in person or even doing a finger labyrinth. If you can find a picture of a labyrinth on uh, the computer, you can just follow the path with your finger and um, walk in and walk out. We're going to talk about that. But I want to point out that it's not just the 7th this month. The 16th is the one and the six is the seven. So we have that day as well. And then the 25th, which the two and the five is the seven. So we have three days this month with that alignment. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to have the labyrinth is always open to visit it. But I'm going to on those three days, I'm going to um, encourage people to walk at seven in the morning and seven at night. So, um, that's, that's funny because I was sitting here thinking I have a labyrinth about an hour away from me. And I was thinking, gee, I should really be down there at 7 AM starting the the journey around it. Yeah. Mm, Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Cool. And the way you walk the labyrinth is you start at the entrance And there's only one path in and one path out. And you cannot see how you're going to get to the center. So you have to trust by putting one foot in front of the other and just following the path, you're going to get there. And the same thing. And when you get to the center, you release everything that no longer serves you. And then you ask to be filled because that center of a labyrinth creates a vortex above and below. And so we're in, it reminds me of the Star Trek, beam me up, Scotty, energy. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and um, So we can stay, uh, sit in that energy, stand in that energy and just say, please um, give me what I need to take out into the world to help the world heal in yeah. peace and love. And then take that energy out with us to um, be present for us. Okay, yeah. so we can be present for others as well as ourselves. Right, nice. Nice, so. that's wonderful. Yeah, that is wonderful. Um, now, you explained to me there was two types of labyrinths, right? No. There was yes, a male and a all, female, right? Yes. And when I douse the labyrinth, I start in the center. Mm-hmm. I douse mm-hmm. the center point, And then I douse where the entrance is going to be. The majority of the time, not always, but the majority of the time, it the entrance is in the east, like the sun rises in the east. So yeah. um, they usually line up that way. Um, And then I I douse whether it's going to be a female entrance, which that means if you walk into the labyrinth, and this one you just showed is the female, um, you turn, the first turn is on the third row in. And so think about our third chakra, which is our solar plexus and our in biblical cord is how we come into the world right so it's turning to the left when it's a female if it was a male labyrinth you would that be on the other side of the spine that line that goes from the entrance right up to the center is called the spine and it would just enter on the opposite side and that you go up to the third row and just turn to the right, and that would be the male. So you can see that solid line 
um, oh, right, right, right up here, yeah, right up to the center. That's the spine, and then um, the first row is the wider one, the second, and then the third row goes in around the tree. I happen oh. to have three trees in my labyrinth that have requested to be in the labyrinth. Um, one's a very powerful oak, and the other two are twin pines. And um, then we have, um, you can't see it in this picture, but between the oak and the twin pines, we have a fairy garden. Yes. And it's growing <laughs> every day. And people bring rocks that are special to them to the labyrinth to put in the labyrinth or crystals. And there's also crystals on each uh, marker uh, division, each line. And there's a different crystal. If you go to my website, I, there's a description of the types of crystals that are in each row. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's I think that's really important for people to do that if they're coming down to walk your labyrinth because then you know what you're working on and you know what you're what's what's going on with the crystals that are helping you through uh, your journey. Well, if you have something that belongs to you and you've had it in your house for a while, okay, and you bring it to the labyrinth and set it in the labyrinth, even when you leave that energy of yours is being worked right. on okay and oh. then yes all that time that it's there and then also you have the ability if you choose that one of the rocks in that labyrinth is really calling to you you have the ability to pick up one there are a few major big ones that I'd rather people would leave alone, but mm -hmm. any of the other rocks that are speaking to you. And interesting enough, uh, you haven't heard about this, Sue, but in the last two, maybe three weeks now, there has been a very interesting indigo blue that has been showing oh. up on the rocks. Oh, in wow. Very, they were white rocks or um gray rocks but all of a sudden they've got these indigo blue marks and it's oh, not a fungus cool. it's smooth and yeah. so energy is working mm -hmm. and we get all different that kinds is so of cool yes because they are talking about the blue energy that's coming i don't know if you saw the reading that i was doing and the blue orb that was kept kept going around me yeah it's the, the blue is here it's very significant it's, it's healing healing energy Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my, that's so cool. And that third eye for everybody right. is opening more. Okay. Right. And so that's, that is so cool. And it's so cool that um, I can take the lab, a piece of the labyrinth with me, or I can leave a piece of myself there. That's amazing well, because that's like a huge community. Right? It is. Well, just like the trees, I was so excited when the trees wanted to be in the labyrinth um, because they communicate underground. They have an incredible right. underground system of communication. And um, so we become part of that. And the big oak tree um, is um, right at the moment in the beginning was just dealing with grief. There was an awful lot of grief. And I've, I've lived through uh, multiple grief events on two pieces of property that are right next to each other here. And the labyrinth had to be over the line. And so it involves both pieces of property. But 
Um, now the lab, the big oak tree, um, according to the communicator I have, is dealing with grief into joy. At first, it was just taking in the grief, taking in the grief. Now it's moving grief into joy. Mm -hmm. And so that transition, uh, you know, is just beautiful when it happens. That's so yeah. cool. It's right. so cool. I mean, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm always telling people energy is energy. You know, we, and we, it's there. It's there. It's there for us to experience, but we have to slow down and we have to find the right tools for us. Everybody's an individual at, to, to um, enjoy it, to, um, to live it. Right. Well, the one word I use a lot is we need to allow it. Mm -hmm. oh, that's okay. good, yeah. Because in society, we've been trained that there isn't any such thing. <laughs> okay. right. Right. And now we need to open up to that. Mm -hmm. And the other very important thing is awareness. Once we have yes. the awareness of something, it opens the door to us to be for us to be able to receive. Because right. otherwise we're not receiving. Right. And receiving is very important right now. Um, staying out of fear and in the love vibration as much as we right. can. Yeah, so. it's like we were saying uh, the the other day. It's we have to ask, right? There we have a a whole slew of spirit of ancestral spirits, all spirits, master um wanting to help us and and but they can't until we ask absolutely that's the rule on the other side yes it is yes it is yes, and it is. um i have had so many beautiful experiences from asking and um you just need to and once you ask then you receive okay you have to be open to receiving but the other thing that's so important is intention if we can set an intention, we're going to walk this labyrinth and we're going to get just what we need out of it. Right. Okay. And then it, you have the expectation and then watch for the synchronicities to happen yes. because they do happen. They show up here, there, unusual ways. And if you're paying attention and it really helps to keep a diary sort of uh, mm -hmm. write the For date that, yeah. if you see something different and synchronistic you know and right. because you're journeying you're on a journey mm -hmm. for your soul to accomplish what it needs to accomplish here right and, uh, correct and that can be explained through numerology it sure can <laughs> <laughs> we do that um, every day <laughs> yes we do it's wonderful one of the questions I had when I, I came out of the labyrinth and I was, we were sitting and chatting was um, I said to you, do you walk this every day? Because I'm thinking, Oh my God, I would just be living in this thing. And you said, I don't need to, because it's already, it works for me and my land around me. And I thought that was very amazing. Well, what happens with the labyrinth once it's established that um, area that it affects grows and grows and grows. And of course, my house is right next to it. Yes. So yeah. I'm in it full time. I do walk it, though. I mean, like yesterday, a couple of people showed up to walk it. And so I went out. And I hadn't seen them for quite a while and walked it, you know, with them. And 
So I do walk it, but I notice, you know, that I'm sort of flying high and have to get grounded again. Yeah, yeah. I do it too much. That's what happened to me when I came out of it. I was so amazed. I I just couldn't, I didn't have any um, inclination that anything like that was going to uh, happen, transpire. Right. Right. It's very important to make sure you stay, you focus on grounding through your feet, roots, touch the trees. in order to drive after you've been here. (laughs) I encourage people, or if they have like peppermint oil or vitriol Mm -hmm. oil, something to just get them grounded because you can get, you know, a little spacey. Yeah, Um, very much so, yes. Yes. And it it feels good. You don't want it to go away because it just feels so good. You're connected. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, dowsing. You learned to douse um, a while back, and you've been practicing with us. Now, I douse with my pendulum, Correct. pendulum and I also have my my copper rods that I oh, use. Hell rods. I, I don't know. I don't really know. I know my pendulum. I can work very well. Uh, the rods. I'm not sure what's what the it means, and maybe I'm making too much out of it. Well, I think <clears throat> my impression of dowsing is whatever tool we use, including our fingers, I douse with my fingers. Yes, you told me that, that's right. (laughs) And um, I've developed that over the years because it's been a lot of years. Um, And we can program our fingers to give us the messages we need. But I consider dowsing an extension of the soul. Mm-hmm. And whatever tool we use, it's like plugging in to the soul's energy. You know, like you have an extension cord, you plug it in and it allows you to go further right. with yeah. the electricity. Well, right. this is our electrical current that we're already plugged into the universe above and below. You know, my figure eight thing I love. Right. And right. So when we are connected above and below and then we pick up a tool to douse with, that energy is flowing through that tool to have us connect to our knowing. You Mm -hmm. see, because a lot of us have, everybody has a knowing, everybody has that gift, but it's not easy to listen to it or determine it or feel it. It takes practice, but you need to plug in. And so that's what I consider dowsing is, is just plugging into your circuit and being able to read the energy in a way that is necessary. Recently, I've had a couple inquiries about map dowsing and how Mm. to find something by map dowsing. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different types of dowsing that is used Mm -hmm. and they use it for all kinds of things. Water dowsing is the best known one. but I use it um, with my clients. I douse all seven chakras yeah. as well as the physical energy, the emotional energy, the mental energy field, the spiritual right. energy field, and the energetic energy field. So in my mentoring work, that's it's all about dowsing and yeah. what is working in your energy fields. Not what's what what do I see from the outside? It's let's tap in. And I always ask their yeah. higher self mm-hmm. and spirit guides to work with my higher self and spirit guides. Right. 
So, and this is what you do too, Sue. Right. And with once you get that pendulum in your hand and you can just, yeah. you know, um, learn all kinds of things. I had a friend tell me the other day, she was taking a test and she was really stressed out about it. She had this necklace on. She kept leaning over asking yes or no questions. So see if her necklace with the answer was helping her out. It was wonderful. Just, just tell her it's easier if you take it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh my that's so good but uh, that's true you can use especially something yes. that you can take a ring off your finger and put it on a string and use it you know yes. something that's close to your energy yeah and, yeah. yeah right but yeah. the 777 is just such an alignment this year and it only happens this month because right. next year We'll be in an eight year. So it'll be August, the eighth month and right. um, the eighth days, the days that are eights and the eight year. So we have this every year. And one thing that's different is when we get to either October, November and December or January, February and March, we have it twice in a year because mm -hmm. the one, two and three are January, right. February, March, and also October, November, and December. Right. Yes. So this alignment is very similar to the alignment of the sun and the moon and the earth when we have an eclipse. Right. Yeah. It's align. Right. When things align, that word align mm -hmm. is the seven energy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So true. Yes. It is. It, oh, is it really? It is, I calculated oh, it. no, stop. The earth is a seven energy. Mm. Okay, wow. that word. And think about the letters of words and figuring them out because yeah. they are just right. as powerful as our names. And if you take earth and take the H and put it in front, it's heart. Oh, heart. Right. Another seven energy. Yeah. Mother is a seven energy. Hmm. okay yeah. mother right. earth yeah. so you know cool. that seven is our my belief is the energy of the metaphysical world the spiritual world the yes. re relaxation we really need to relax and connect right. with things um so that seven energy is powerful but it's also a studious energy i mm -hmm. find people with a lot of sevens they never want to stop learning they could go right forever <laughs> yes yeah you're right i have a friend with three sevens in her core energy and this is her life job is to study is to learn on deeper on deeper levels yeah, yeah. so philosophy is mm -hmm. um those deep subjects archaeology those things right. history <clears throat> excuse me now does every though so this and i asked you about this my labyrinth that my girlfriend and i are going to go visit uh, mm -hmm. is I'm not sure if it's doused or not. And I'm really hoping it is doused because I feel like a doused labyrinth is a lot more powerful than an un undoused one. But does that really matter? I don't know. I, I don't think it matters completely because there are many uh, labyrinths that are just laid out. The pattern is painted on the pavement or dug into yeah. the lawn or whatever without they they just want that perfect pattern 
Okay. <laughs> and um, you can do that. And yes, there is an energy to it because you're still walking the path and stuff. I just feel personally that I need to ask permission of the earth if it wants a labyrinth there. And you also, I don't want to be pulling water from the neighbor's property, you know, right, um, right. to my property. Um, so the, because the power of the labyrinth is like water dowsing, you know, it can right. create that water um, pocket. So um, with that, I think it's important to ask the earth and that's what why I douse is where do you want the center of this labyrinth? Um, where would it be most beneficial for most people? And um, then the directions, of course. And the other fascinating one that um, I doused eight years ago now with my partner, Hank, um, is a double labyrinth. We had a male and a female labyrinth. And if I wouldn't have asked the earth, we wouldn't have had a double labyrinth. Oh. And it wanted, and you look like, a, if you picked them up, they look like two pancakes. And if you picked them up and put them together, they are exact oh, duplicates, wow. okay? Because if you picture mm -hmm. that the female turns to the left, mm -hmm. okay, so look at your left hand and where your thumb goes, right, and right. the male turns to the right and look at where that goes on your right hand, you right. put them together, they're yeah. identical. Right. And so, and there was a beautiful tree. I, I really connect with trees. And there was a beautiful tree on that property. And um, we um, doused the, the intention of the property owner was to heal the energy of this town she grew up in. It was mm -hmm. a mill town. It was sort of run down. Yeah. Um, she wanted to raise the vibration. And so I douse the vibration of the town from one to a hundred the day um, when we laid out where they were going to go. And it was like 43%. When we finished the two labyrinths, and it amazed me because we doused two labyrinths in one day. The spirit had to be working with us because it's nearly impossible. They're 50 feet in diameter, both of wow. them. And so we doused one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And uh, when we finished that evening, the energy of Summersworth doused at 83%. Just that and day? Just within the day after we put the patterns down. And um, my um, Hank has passed, and we did a celebration walk, labyrinth walk on his birthday. Um. And that was... Um, last November, and um, I doused it again, and the energy of Summersworth is 98%, and that that town is revitalizing. The downtown <laughs> area is getting redone. There's more people moving in. It's It's been beautiful to watch. That's amazing. I mean, that's amazing. All towns should know that, to just have their own um, well, you know, it, in the UK, they're everywhere. They sure are. They're yeah. everywhere. They know that they, they need them. They know that it's helpful. The other thing is, um, it doesn't matter how big these are. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I ask the earth. That's how they get big. I mean, mine is 64 in one direction with the trees and 54 in the other direction. 
Um, but you can do a three circuit labyrinth, just a little one in your garden or the Greek key, um, which is an interesting pattern, how you can also do that. And in my labyrinth classes, I teach all those things. I didn't um, know you taught labyrinth classes. Oh, yes. When we had a big dowsing class here before we put the labyrinth in to teach people how to douse. And yeah. then we made the workshop a full day labyrinth workshop. And we taught about putting the labyrinth in when we did it. And I did one in Boxford, Mass. in May. And um, then, you know, every chance I get, I... Um, right, you know, right. So if we follow, if we sign up for your newsletter, we're going to find out about those classes that are are coming in. Yes, I'm doing more in-house classes now that everything we've gotten out of the lockdowns. Um, but um, I do do um, Zoom classes yeah. as well. And yeah. I'm working on a curriculum right now of um, new classes. Nice. Um, so that's um, cool. That's cool. Right. I think everybody should know a little, at least little pieces about this because they can work with their own land and, and that helps the whole mother earth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just our making the intention of being connected to the heavens and the earth. And we figure that connection in our um, Kundalini line from the crown chakra to the root is our connecting rod. We are the connecting rod. And, you know, I mean, in old historical, maybe it was biblical, they always said, you can make heaven on earth. Well, that's yeah. our job is to create the, yeah, the connection yeah. between the two. So um, that's really beautiful. That's very nice. I, I really like that a lot. Because mm. that's true. We can make heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And it's our attitude and how we look at life. And um, yes, we do have difficulties. It doesn't eliminate every difficulty, right. Right. but we have the strength to get by the difficulties Right. with that, right. Know, that yeah. connection. Now, I hear you talking numbers and the earth was 43, the earth was 83. What, what does that mean? How, is that a doubt? That's a dowsing thing. Well, when I douse with numbers, numbers is my life. <laughs> I, mean, right. I hear you. I, got I understand. Numerology. <laughs> um, pe people cringe that belong to the college um, institutions when I tell them I got my math degree with sacred geometry and numerology. <laughs> <laughs> I had not a math degree, but my math component of my, right. um, I got a psych psychology degree, but I had to do math and I was afraid to, but oh. anyway. So um, with um, dowsing is I've learned that working with numbers and dowsing is very important. And because I can set up in my mind, okay, if there's zero energy, it's a zero. If 100% is operating, it's 100. Okay. So um, when I douse anything and I douse the energy of that town and I just douse with my fingers and I count my tens, okay, the energy is at 10, 20, 30, 40. 50, 60, 70, and it stops at 40. Because for me, when I push on my thumb, it's a yes. When it flips, it's a no. 
And um, mm -hmm. so when it stops, then I go, okay, 40, 41, 42, 43, you know, yeah. and right. pay attention. Yeah. And I practice this so much that I can do it without thinking about it. And that's how you need to develop any dowsing. Right. So you're really not thinking. Mm -hmm. It's just connected connecting, connecting, giving you the right. answer. And the other magic of that particular double labyrinth is I did the numerology of the town uh -huh, right and yep. i did the numerology of the state yeah okay so the town i can't remember which was which but the one was an 11 2 and the other was a 22 4 so together uh -huh. they were at 33 6 oh uh, there you go you yeah. know the healing energy most was definitely incredible of that just that being in that town wow and um in that state so our state of maine is a six Yes, and, right. um, I do know that. Yes, yeah, and we've yeah. got the poles almost. You know, I'm I'm down south in Wells in Europe. In right, that's right. Bangor up north, <laughs> in that not... area, uh, not quite at the top, but you know, pretty far up <laughs> oh, there. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I have six energy. I can't remember you. I think you have twenty two four, don't you? I I have twenty two four, and I have. Three fourteen or forty one fives, mm -hmm. a oh. lot of five energy. So yeah. hence the writing. In yes, the books. <laughs> yes, and experiencing life through your senses. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Very Absolutely. important. Um, where did it? Where did this all originate? The um, labyrinths and. For me personally, yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, um, well, this Seventh Circuit labyrinth historically was discovered, at least as far as history goes back with it, in Greece on the Isle of Crete, and uh -huh. um, so that is the oldest one that they found. The uh -huh. other type of labyrinth you asked me about this a while ago, and we got past that without answering it. Yeah, um, is. Um, the what they I refer to as the Shards Cathedral Labyrinth. It's a large and it's it's laid out in quarters. A lot of the churches prefer that labyrinth. Mm -hmm. um, and um, Christianity um, sort of overrode some of the pagan sites, and mm -hmm. um, all, all of a sudden there's cathedrals on them, yeah. and. Um, so it was put into quarters to represent the, um, what do they call The passion and the walk of the pilgrimage. That's the word I'm looking oh, okay. for yeah. as a pilgrimage. So one quarter is about um, one particular, I, I wish I had it in front of me. I uh, wasn't yeah, prepared for that. But each okay. quarter is a part of the whole. Mm -hmm. And um, it's to represent a pilgrimage to Jerusalem or, you know. Right. Which is, which is what we should do every time we step into a labyrinth is a pilgrim, pilgrimage for ourselves, our journey, our souls. Journey to the self. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, in um, we have um, that human um, being, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, who represented um, and why he was, um, you know, taken 
um, to be such an example for us is the way he was so compassionate. And that 33-6, that Christed energy right. is, his name wasn't Jesus Christ, it was Jesus of Nazareth, but the Christed energy right. is what we practice when we are compassionate, taking care of one another, taking right. care of ourselves in that way. And that six energy is about healing. It's about nurses, doctors, mothers, right. family come under those things. Right. We could Every, talk numbers all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody who wants to do selfless service is is the six. Is the yeah. And what right. I do try to remember to tell them is, yes, serve others, but not at your own <laughs> expense. Yes. Because if they have that number, they're very good at giving up themselves. Correct. Yes. Yes. And that's not good for the health. No. <laughs> not good for the health no, at no, all. No. Um, yeah. Oh, this is also so very interesting. Now I want to run right out and make one in my yard. <laughs> and well, okay, see, so what if see. I did want to do that, how would I do that? Well, we, you could set up a little workshop around it and um we could douse it, you know. And right. um like I say, um, I, one book I'll recommend to you is Sig Longring's book on labyrinths, okay? And um, he has um, a very good book on um, the history of labyrinths, and he's done a lot of work over in the UK on yeah, all yeah. the sacred sites yeah, over there. Yeah. And he actually is from Vermont. He's a member of the American Society of Dowsers. Um, and um, that is an active group. And um, based well, you're very active in that, correct? Um, I am uh, on some levels. Um, this year, I did not go to the convention because it was in New York State, a little too far to travel mm -hmm. and uh, for me. And um, uh, originally, they always had them in Vermont, and it was a beautiful college campus. And um, that is where... It's because of one of their older dowsers in that group, Marty Kane, that I learned to douse a labyrinth. And I was in college, and this was in 98. I graduated in 99. I was a late bloomer. I started in, when I was 50. Um, but um, anyway, during my math study, two things happened. One, one of my herbal clients invited me to go to the Boston Museum of Science to see Leonardo da Vinci's traveling mm -hmm. display. And that, I've always been enthralled by that man. And then I came home and two weeks later, I had a postcard in the mail inviting me to come learn how to douse a <laughs> labyrinth with Marty Kane. That was my wow. first labyrinth. And my wow. daughter and I both took that class in Kittery, Maine. And, um, that labyrinth still is there it's at a residence though and the residence has been sold so it's not wow. as open to the public as it used to be <laughs> and it's in pine grove and um i just had some incredible experiences wow. there wow. um so that was my beginning of learning how to douse a labyrinth that's so cool it's so cool there. and anybody that's um close every Wednesday, first Wednesday of the month, there's a dowsing group that meets in Falmouth at right. the uh, St. Mary's Big Stone Church on Route 81, I think it is, uh, right practically downtown Falmouth. 
So and what what do they what do they do? I mean, are they do you perfecting your dowsing skills? How what goes on in a group like they that? both teach, they also have speakers. Um, it's a lot of discussion groups, so people can come and ask questions and um get answers. And um, we discuss a lot of things besides the dowsing. Uh, we get into a lot of different um spiritual. Uh, practices, uh, spiritual nice. energy, um, different spiritual phenomena. And nice. um, so um, tomorrow, tomorrow, today's fourth. Yes, tomorrow night is is the meeting. I'm going to try to go because I'm trying to get more and more people to understand the 777 yes. importance. Yes. And um, so right. I probably will be there tomorrow night. Right. Um, but um, it happens usually every month. It's a good thing to get on their mailing list and um, because you'll get an email if it's happening or if it's canceled, they'll let you know. But, it's it's uh, funny. Um, dowsing used to be uh, very common. Like in my grandfather, my grandparents' day, I can remember they knew a dowser. I think it's alder. Is it an alder that you use? It can be any tree branch, but that's what they did. A lot of um, willow tree, uh, willow knows how to find water. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, yeah. The tree knows right. how to find water. And that's why they would use the Y branches, you know, right. any Y branch. And you hold the the uh, Y rod with your hands yeah. and the, it points straight out. And then you ask where the water is and that thing will go straight right. down right. wherever the water is. Or if you're asking a question, you have to be careful because it'll come right back and hit you again. <laughs> so, I um, can remember my grandfather had one. He, I remember them doing that, and I was so amazed by it. But and yeah. but it was so it's just like nonchalant, you know. Here we go, and then we. The farmers needed to know where they could find water. Right. Okay. That's it. And um, a lot of military people know how to douse. A lot of plumbers know how to house when they have to come find the septic right. tank. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And so, and there's the, our earth has these ley lines, this energy I'm, connection. Read my line. <laughs> and, and so you can douse energy lines. I know the group that helped put this labyrinth in here, we had some incredible dowsers and the one gentleman was dowsing energy lines while we were dowsing the labyrinth and it worked out so strangely because two of the energy lines crossed exactly right where that center was and then oh the third energy line sort of circled around one half of it and um so that's why it feels so powerful and um you know i had a channeler there and um they had said that um, um, they just um, could feel the archangels surrounding it when we got done because we were all asked to move into the center and then the archangels just sort of surrounded it. Oh, my Lord. And so, um, that ley line, is that on the way out, the energy line, that's, that's, or is it on the way in? Um, it actually, the two that cross, okay, are on a diagonal. They're not an exact four oh. square cross. Okay, yep. they're on a, an angle. Yeah. And 
than the one that's on the outside. It's on the outside toward my driveway is that other one. And it goes behind the house and out across the road. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So there's, um, and then we have a yeah, we have a brand new sign that has um, been made at the entrance with a little prayer on it and the diagram. I should have taken a picture and uh, showed it to you um, where you come in so people can see, you know, footsteps. I've got a diagram of footsteps walking into the labyrinth. Because it is amazing. I I thought for sure. Well, I said to my friend who said, follow me. I said, I'm, I, we're going to get along. This, this does, you know, I didn't really even think this would work. And it, it was amazing how that, um, how it just works and you just follow yeah. the way and it just comes out. I ha- I bought myself, somebody suggested, and I bought myself a little one that I can, okay. I can now, sit is, and, and that, play is with. The, it. Is that the four quartered one? I don't, I don't know. Can you see? Yes. That's the quartered one. That's the Shards Cathedral one. Oh. That wow. is different than this one. Okay. This one here is a seven circuit. Um, I'll have to send you some pictures. Um, let me see if yeah, I don't know. I it would take too much time on your on your um recording for me to go find pictures. Um, but um that that is not the seven circuit one. That is you see how the path goes in and then it winds back and forth in that one quarter and um where's okay, the so opening the path opening is in. there okay and it goes in and then it winds back and right. forth back and right. forth back and forth yeah and it's not see where the one i have goes in goes all the way around the center and then back it goes right. there's only seven rows and there's seven oh, okay. rows there but they're quartered differently so um, but it's valid. I mean, it's still yeah. a labyrinth. And a lot of people call them a maze, but they're not a maze because a maze has dead ends. You have, you oh. have to stop oh, that's and true. figure out if that's a maze. These are not mazes. They You just trust that you will get where you're going. Right. Um, so there's now, no dead ends. It might be it might be fun for me to douse my house to find the, the real an energy spot and to sit with this in that energy spot. Sure. And do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I'm Play doing this it, afternoon. Sue. You're very intuitive. Play with it. Is it raining up your way? Uh no, not yet. Is it down yes. there? We've had a very rainy, rainy, rainy week. We had three inches of rain. Um, day before yesterday it's so it's yeah it is what it is this is what we uh, yeah there you go (laughs) I we say no more but it is very interesting (laughs) it's what happens when we get we don't have snow right gonna come sooner or later yeah so now if somebody wanted to reach you um to find out more or maybe even dow some of their land to help them build a, a labyrinth or just to find their center energy center points um how can they do that what would be well i am on the internet my website is just darlenechadborn.com okay. and um my email address is midlife spirit 
at gmail.com. We're coming back down in October. I can't wait. I might even have to make a special trip just because um, it's such an experience. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't. I don't think I've experienced anything like that. And yeah, yeah. it is too bad we're so far apart, but um, you know, it's, um, it'll be- It's not that far. It's not that far. You're not out of state. So it's no, just a matter of me getting up and far. coming. <laughs> That's all. Doris, uh, Darlene, I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing all this information with me. It's um, amazing. And I, I encourage anybody to reach out. Uh, Darlene's very kind, loving, knowledgeable, uh, and a joy to be with. So um, all the her, all her information will be below the video so you can find out and reach out to her. So thank you very much. I just ask people to have patience because as I get busier, I sometimes have a little bit of time lapse before I can get back to you. So we all understand that. I think that was the part of the COVID thing was trying to teach us patience, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Darlene, thank you very much. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. You're a lovely hostess.